0: Welcome to the Sales Not Selling podcast. Where veteran sales professional Stacy Garrett will cover topics that will help you be more successful at sales without selling. Without selling. Learn tips and tricks for success, as well as ways to be your best authentic self. Hello and thank you for joining me on my podcast Sales Not Selling. My name is Stacy Garrett. I've been in sales for over 20 years. And the entire time, I've been selling the same thing. I sell promotional products. Some people call it swag. Others call them giveaways. But whatever you call it, I put logos on products that clients use to promote their brand or messaging to both clients and employees and prospects. In this very competitive industry, I've actually been able to stay in the top ranks across the country while staying my authentic self. In today's podcast, I'm gonna talk about something a little different than I normally talk about. I wanna talk about sales as it relates to -to business-to-consumer sales, that's B2C. This is unique to what I often focus on, which is B2B business-to-business sales. A little more relationship-focused, but I don't think you can go wrong with relationship-focused B2C selling. For B2C selling, word-of-mouth advertising from a happy or disappointed customer can have an incredible impact because word of mouth can spread very quickly, especially with social media. I want to give some examples of how I see sales being the job of everyone in B2C businesses. When the pandemic hit Oregon, where I'm located, all restaurants had to close. And as they reopened, they were open for carryout or delivery only. So as households, One way we decided to support our local businesses is through eating out once a week and supporting small, locally owned restaurants. And of course, we were supporting other small businesses in other ways. But in this example, I'm talking about restaurants. One particular place I had actually only tried a couple times was Juan, Colorado, a Mexican restaurant about a half mile from my house. The first time I ordered, I had it delivered because I was trying to support Grubhub and other delivery service drivers during a really tough time. Food arrived, it was delicious and hot, and it was a good experience. The next time I ordered, I decided I'm gonna pick it up because it's so close. When I placed my order, they were friendly, they were thorough, and then when I picked it up, the person that took my payment said, thank you so much for your business. Doesn't seem like much really, but they sincerely thanked me and I could feel that gratitude. The next time I picked up my order, a female took my payment and gave me my food and again thanked me for my business. Seriously, you could just tell she was sincerely grateful. It's such a small gesture, but the people that work there are helping to sell me on spending my money at their restaurant because they seem sincerely grateful for my business. Not just a mindless thanks as they hand you your card back, but a heartfelt message of gratitude. I honestly believe this must be part of the hiring of the right people and also helping the employees understand how important each and every customer is to their survival, especially during a pandemic when fewer people are eating out and businesses are closing left and right. I will say that over the several months that we have been in the pandemic, we've spent a lot of money at their restaurant because of the experience that they have provided to us. Another local business I've tried to support is a local hardware store. I'm not going to name their name because I'm getting a little bit of the opposite experience. It's actually owned by someone in my neighborhood, so I want to support them for that reason, but also somewhat selfishly because I like having a hardware store just down the street, especially when I need them. I made a very conscious decision to support this business even more as I was stuck home doing projects around the house. I wanted to buy small things and big things that were needed to help be a part of keeping them alive during tough economic times. You would think that a small local hardware store would be like you see in the movies. Always someone ready to help and answer questions, providing that personal service you don't get from the big chain stores. Well, it is definitely not a mindset of this particular store, but there are a few there, of course, that understand the importance of customer service and how that translates to sales, but not many of them. About a month ago, I had ordered some sealant for my fence and I could have ordered it direct from the manufacturer, but again, I wanted to support them. So I ordered two five-gallon buckets to the price tag of over $400 for those two buckets. It took longer to get, but it finally came in. After a day of staining, I realized I'd need one more bucket. So I called and asked if I could special order it over the phone. So I could avoid going in there twice, once to special order and then once to pick it up. I explained that when I ordered the other two buckets, all the person did was write down my name and phone number on a scrap of paper, and that was it. So it seemed reasonable to be able to do it over the phone. The person in the paint department just wasn't sure, and he's going to have to talk to his manager to see if I could even do that. Now, mind you, no money was changing hands yet. I was simply trying to get what I needed special ordered sooner than I would be able to make it into the store. So that someone when I walk in the store could just write down on a note what I wanted to order. After discussions by a few people, they finally agreed. I will note that while I was sitting waiting on the call, I looked at the manufacturer and I could have ordered it online in just a few minutes and been done, done and spent my $200 with them. This hardware store was just making it more difficult to do business with them. It's a good thing, I was determined to spend my money with them. But let's get honest, is everyone that way? Have you ever made it hard for someone to spend money with you? I sure hope you haven't, but I bet you have at some point or another. I'm sure I have as well. I went back to this same hardware store to buy Traeger pellets for our smoker. They aren't the cheapest, but again, I want to support local. And so that's where I go to get my pellets. I walk into the store And someone asked me if I'm going to get pellets. It was funny. I told him yes. And he pointed me to where I was going, which I already knew because I had bought my pellets there before. And I was headed that way. I got to the pellets and did a face palm because guess what? I didn't grab a cart. I walked back to the front of the store to get a cart. And on my way, another person said, let me guess, you want pellets and forgot a cart. I chuckled and said yes. Card in hand, I walk back to the back of the store, grab my four 20-pound bags of pellets. I get to the register, and I'm told I need to lift each one so they can scan the bags. I did that, and then he said, oh, sorry, there was an issue. I need you to lift all four bags up again so that he could scan them again. After I've paid, I'm walking out, and right at the front of the store, which is not where I entered from because it was COVID and you could only enter from one side and exit the other. There were pallets of Traeger Smoker pellets, all varieties, every kind that I bought. Now, I was frustrated for the back and forth. And then the three different people I saw working there that watched me go back and forth and didn't bother to tell me they have stacks of them at the front if I want to save myself a trip. In the end, I get it, this is 100% on me. I should have paid closer attention and remembered my cart. But you know what happened after that experience? I went home, had my parents over for dinner, and went on to explain the entire situation to them and my frustration at their lack of customer service. Now, they still made the sale from me that time, and probably I'll go there occasionally in the future. But I will definitely think twice if I need a better level of service. I'm also not about to tell others how amazing they are because honestly, they're not. If everyone there had a bigger investment in trying to be part of the sales process, I feel like their customer service would improve and therefore even more customer loyalty. A contrast to that store is an awesome growler fill place called Iron Tap Station in Beaverton, Oregon. They really know how to sell their customers. I have no idea if the person that is working there most times that we have gone is an owner or just an employee, but he has figured it out. We went in because my boyfriend is a bit of a beer fanatic, and they had a beer he had been on the lookout for. We went in to have one growler filled, but in our normal fashion, brought a couple more in just in case. I'm normally just going with my boyfriend to support his beer passion because I don't like beer myself. person working asked what I do like, and I told him, And he proceeded to have me sample several different things he thought I might like. I ended up not caring for any of them, at least not enough to get a whole growler of them. But I appreciated how he was trying to engage with us and he was selling to me without feeling like I was being sold. He was passing along his passion to me. He was not selling a beer or a cider right then. He was selling an experience and feeling like we were part of his community which if you've been to a growler fill place or tap house, that doesn't always happen if you're not a regular. If you are ever in Beaverton, Oregon, you should definitely check out Iron Tap Station for some of the local beer highlights and some great customer service. Even if you aren't in business to consumer sales, I hope this podcast has helped you think about your experiences as a consumer and how you can possibly improve your business to business sales experience for your customers. I sincerely appreciate you joining me. Did you enjoy this podcast? Let's connect. You can find me on LinkedIn as Stacy Garrett 29 that's S-T-A-C-Y-G-A-R-R-E-T-T, and then lucky number 29, or on my podcast page on LinkedIn and Facebook by just looking up sales, not selling. Hey, don't forget to subscribe so you get this podcast direct to your podcast listening device as I create new episodes pretty much weekly. I would also love a review or if you know someone you think would like this, share it with a coworker, a friend, a family member. Also let me know if there's a topic you'd like me to discuss or you have any feedback. I would love to hear from you. I hope you have a wonderful day and spread a little joy.